Sportsnet 960, the fan. Good morning. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. On location today for the hospital home lottery for the Calgary Health Foundation. We are sitting right now in the grand prize home. A $2.7 million show home overlooking beautiful Lake Mahogany here. Custom built by Calbridge Homes. Over 5,600 square feet. Uh, It's been professionally decorated and furnished. Can confirm. That's beautiful. Um, I just, there's only one weird thing. What is it? Um, The house is beautiful. The view is spectacular. Right out on the water here? You got your own dock? Yeah, it is. And it's even lit up a little bit. You can see the lights from across the lake. Gorgeous. Shining out. Like gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I don't know why we had to take our shoes off. I thought that was a little (laughs) weird. They made us take our, we get here. I know it's a show home. Like we walked on like a little bit of carpet. Yep. But we had to take our shoes off. And you you and I are doing a show. Yeah, we got, well, you should have maybe brought some slippers. Yeah. A little cold. That probably would have been a good idea. I'd love me some slippers, but yeah, it's. Yeah. Feels a little grimy, maybe. Yeah, it does. Like I, I prefer to keep my, my shoes on when it comes to walking into this home. But no, no, you got it. And the the lovely woman who's in charge of stuff. It's a tight ship. Yeah, makes. Oh, take your shoes off. Okay, like shoes I, are off. It's not like we were out in the mud, <laughs> mucking it up. Yeah, we weren't t- tracking something into the show home, which nope. is which is absolutely spectacular. Like, it is absolutely beautiful. And don't forget, um, midnight tomorrow is the early prize deadline where it's Alberta's biggest early prize. It's a Canmore luxury condo. The residence at Tamarack, custom built by Spring Creek, valued at nine hundred and twenty-five grand. That's an early bird prize. That's not bad. That's an early bird prize. Yeah, it's 1,400, just over 1,400 square feet, 24 foot. Of course, um, furnished completely professionally decorated oh yeah and not only uh the early bird prize for tomorrow you could win that beautiful place in canmore um they also give you 25 grand in cash oh just a nice little check a little yeah. bump to i uh, know uh, could i get, get it you in out cash, there at least? least no i'd want it in cash you want it in cash can you i want get like it a in, suitcase can i get it in fives and tens because <laughs> you want to like scrooge mcduckett yeah and put the cash all over the floor. You want to duffel and then bag it. roll in it. Although yeah. money is really gross and you know I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you need that fresh but from still, the... But still, like you win 25 and 25 gur in cash, you'd want to maybe roll around it. Do you think it would be nice enough that you could handle the germs for like a, a quick 30-second frolic? I think I could for 25 grand. Yeah? Yeah, if it was mine yeah. and I'm going to roll around in it, I think I could handle it. Yeah. Yeah, you I can prob- clean it off. I after. wouldn't be breathing in too much. Twenty-five girl gets you a lot of sani. Yeah, and I and I would probably have to shower immediately after. Yeah, that's fine. But rolling in twenty-five thousand dollars of fives and tens would be absolutely spectacular. A flurry of blue and purple. Get it like coins um, and dump into the got... jump into the pool like Scrooge McDuck. Coins. Could I get, <laughs> can I get twenty-five grand in loonies <laughs> and toonies, please? So it could be like Dave Dickinson, where he said like he put on three pounds by yeah. putting change in his pocket. I don't, I don't, I don't think Dave realized how much a toonie and a loony they don't weigh that much. Hey, when you're just trying to get that much over the limit, every yeah. little bit counts, I guess. Yeah. So all, can I get it all in loonies and toonies, please? 
Is it's that... in these giant bags. And then you could really do the Scrooge McDuck swimming through a pool of loonies and toonies. But you, you know what? You should never do the thing where he dives because that's – You get hurt. That's a little bit – It's like you diving, get it's really hurt. It's like diving into a shallow pool. You it's can't like, do that. It's like diving into cement. It, yeah. There's not a lot of give in a bunch yeah. of coins. Yeah. There's nothing under them except for more coins. It's like that's a little just, wave pool. That's you just the surface at that point. You can't just dive into that. Yeah, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, you can absolutely get hurt. Uh, we have a busy show. Um, Greg Millen, Hockey Night Canada, former National Hockey League goaltender, 7 a.m. Um, you don't remember Greg Millen in the NHL? No, but I do. And uh, when I was a kid watching Greg Millen, he had, i got to ask him about it, too, because I don't think I've ever interviewed Greg Millen. Mm-hmm. I might have. Uh, he used to wear these giant, like, oversized, foamy pads. And I got to okay. ask him about it. Yeah, oh. He was like a trendsetter oh. when it comes to that. And they were the... Uh... They were the dark, dark brown color when he was with Hartford as well. Yeah, yeah. these are these are pillows. Yeah, and I have to ask him, especially the white ones. I remember specifically with Detroit, maybe or yeah. Chicago. The Both. Detroit ones are yeah. <laughs> it literally looks like my pillow. Yeah, um, big we, and poofy. I gotta ask him about that. Definitely, and then we'll ask him should Markstrom play. Um, Saturday night against the Oilers, which he totally should. But we're going to ask him anyway. Greg's seen a lot of the Flames lately. Yeah, Called a few of their games, so that'll be good. Uh, Val Ball uh, from the Hospital Home Lottery will join us later in the 7 o'clock hour. Ross Tucker, NFL Insider, the Ross Tucker Podcast at 8 o'clock. Got an interesting Thursday nighter tonight. Bucks and Ravens. Yeah, this one's got some intrigue. It does. And uh, our pal Julian McKenzie talks some Flames from the Athletic. At 8.30. Um, as I mentioned, we're on location here in this beautiful home uh, looking over uh, Lake Mahogany. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's great out here. Um, but there's a pizza pig out tonight. Yeah, Eric Francis' pizza pig out. And apparently, uh, Maddie was gracious enough picking me up. And he he drove all the way out here because we both live downtown. In the Bell Line, yep. Yeah, so he graciously picked me up he could have drove me anywhere actually patrick i don't know like he could have just put like like a like a black sack over yeah. my head just drove me anywhere i would have gotten the car anyway yeah like he, push you out yeah in the field and, yeah yeah Matt, i don't know where george is Matt, he's like i'm doing the show like how irresponsible of him he didn't even answer my texts yeah, i was supposed to pick him up so he picks me so a big black sack over my head. So we get here. We drive out here. It's absolutely beautiful. So on the way here, he's telling me that uh, the Eric Francis Pizza Pigo is one of the big social events on the Calgary sporting calendar. There's no question. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, without a bigger. doubt. You get all the big names. Everybody gets all together, all the celebrities, and if you just get your tickets, you can See, go up and okay. you can just chat with all the celebrities and all that type of that stuff. That word celebrity is thrown around a lot. Yeah. Um, what athletes your, that you might know. What, what is your what is your definition of celebrity? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll throw the term around loosely. Yeah, basically, like if you played for the Flames at some point, I think you're a, you're a celebrity. celebrity. Um, okay. if you spent some years here as a Stampeder, maybe won a great cup, probably a celebrity. Okay, maybe like Andrew McBride, uh, a couple other Roughnecks might be celebrities. Uh, some of the, the lacrosse guys. Is Eric Francis a celebrity? Eric Francis, I think, would be considered one at this point so for the purpose of this event. There's our, there's where our different definitions differ. Yeah. Like, 
Eric Francis, God love Eric Francis. And I've said this to Ken Reed uh, when uh, we played in a celebrity ball hockey tournament and he was in the celebrity part. I go, Ken, you're not a celebrity. You work for Sportsnet. A celebrity is like, oh, wow, there's Brad Pitt. That yeah. guy's a celebrity. <laughs> like, that guy's a movie star. Like, if Nazem Kadri walked by in the mall, people are going to recognize Nazem Kadri. Yeah, 100%. Like, we've played blackjack with Eric Francis. Nobody had any idea who Eric Francis was at the table. With all due respect to the franchise, who's incredible, does this great event. It's tonight. Looking forward to it. But celebrity is a word that gets thrown around a little too much. I don't know. Maybe. And famous, too. Like, the when thing people is, say, like, oh, you're famous. No. Would, like, FM radio jocks, like, for a really good show, like, if it's a number one rated show, would that be a celebrity? No. Because that was. They're just a broadcaster. Also him, I guess. Yeah, like, Howard Stern is a celebrity. Yeah, because yeah. he's national and right. all that type. Yeah, right. like I said, for the sake of the yeah. event where you're getting local celebrities in, right. I think he, I think he meets, okay. I think he meets the, the criteria. Okay, okay, that, okay that, I'll give it that to you then. That's fair. I was a celebrity at the Flames Golf Tournament. Low bar. You are definitely not a celebrity. No, not but at all. I am not a celebrity in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You are not a celebrity in any way, shape, or form. We're just two mediocre broadcasters. <laughs> My, me more than you. Uh, you're 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 terrific at your job. You're 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 a jewel for the city of Calgary. Thank That's what you. you are. Yeah, great. Me mediocre Toronto George <laughs> when I'm not from Toronto, but whatever. Uh, mediocre, not a celebrity. So I uh, being new to the city, uh, knowing Eric that I've done. We did a couple weeks of shows in Toronto. Yep, great guy. Came in, did a great hit with yeah. us last oh, week. It was great radio. Um, I, uh, I I get to be a judge tonight. Oh. For yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, so I got to get there early and judge. Now, uh, Patrick, you can weigh in on this too because okay. I've been thinking about this a lot. And uh, I talked to the current girlfriend about this, and uh, she's like, and she thinks it's like it's really serious. It's like, oh, you know, make sure you don't eat all day. I'm like, okay, relax. Like, I'm <laughs> I mean, not come gonna, on, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to Joey Chestnut yeah, pizza. Got to have hollow <laughs> legs when yeah, you go. Yeah. And actually, Eric asked me if I wanted to be in the pizza eating contest. I'm like, no, I'll pass. On yeah, the, you, don't, you politely decline. Yeah, so no, I, I don't want to do that. I go, I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to Joey Chestnut the thing. I'm not going to go there and eat like you know a hundred pieces of pizza. Which I appreciate because I have to be in the studio with you the next right. morning. <laughs> so, uh, judging wise. Um, where, how would you judge a pizza? What is your number one crime? Do, First, we'll start with Maddie, oh, and then we'll go okay. Patrick. So, if you if you were as lucky as I am tonight to judge this pizza pig out, which I from am, all the you're judging. Yeah, if you're a celebrity, you get to judge. It's it's kind oh, of a, you. You have to be there at five, like me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you pick me up then? Yes, fine. Okay, all right, okay, I will. Awesome. You're the Bye. best. <laughs> the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> Can I tell you, this is the first time I've been 18 without a car. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get this guy a car? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Sell Trail Chrysler. Let's go. Let's go. Get him a, so, get him a ring. First time. Yeah. Like, Just like, put him in a key. I swear to God. Uh, whatever. I don't Something care what small, it is. doesn't matter. First time since I've been 18 with no car. I feel so useless. Anyway, 91 okay. Oldsmobile. Anyone out there? So let's you're. Go. Yeah, that's right. Even a Cutlass Supreme, I'll get behind the wheel of. A boat. So, Maddie. Okay, so we, we're judging. So how do you judge pizza? We'll start with you, and then we'll go with Patrick, and then I'm going to give you some judging criteria. Yeah, okay. So one of the big things for me is yeah. the crust. Like, it's it's the ba- it's your foundation. Yeah. It's got to be good. It's fair. Uh, it can't be too much crust. You can't cover up your crust. Too doughy. You don't too want it doughy. Too doughy. Yeah. 
too thin. Like, I like it right in the middle. Nice little fluff. And then the uh, crust on the end has to have a nice crunch to it when I finally arrive to the last bit of the slice. Okay. Uh, I like good sauce. I like quite a bit of cheese, but, like, you know, it, it's got to be on there. Like, extra's probably too much. Okay. But a lot of times I'm like, hey, you're maybe a little bit stingy here. Oh, would have liked to see a little bit more. And then I, I can go pretty much anywhere. I'll do traditionalists, like your pepperoni or like a deluxe or something like that, a Hawaiian. Or I'll do something whack, like if you got a donair or a pierogi or something like that. Hey, I could dabble there too. I don't really have a preference. Like I'm the type of guy, if you're giving me dough, sauce, and cheese, yeah, I'm usually pretty happy. Like those are three things that I can live with. Okay. I got Italian roots. So it, as soon as it's tomato sauce on there, yeah, bingo, we're good. Okay, um, Patrick, what's some of your criteria for a good pizza? Yeah, well, it's gotta have. It can't be too like floppy of a crust. It's gotta have good consistency. Good, uh, you know, not mm. too crispy. Nobody but likes too floppy. No, it's because it's it, usually it's been sitting too long. It's got grease on it. So it's not good. So you want to get to the pizzas mm. early. Okay, you gotta get to them early when they're fresh. Try get one before okay. everybody starts getting them in there. Uh, good cheese consisting, not too thick. I'm not a fan of big, like, thick pizzas with a lot of, like, meat, layer of meat and cheese. It's just too much for me. It's like lasagna. Like, what are you doing? Too heavy? Yeah, too okay. heavy. Just, But it's got to have... Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it reminds me of lasagna. It's weird. Like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's fair. That's, yeah. But, yeah, so it's got to have, like, a decent, I don't know, uh, half inch or so of, you know, layer of cheese, meat, sauce, and... I'm I'm pretty okay. easy when it comes to mm-hmm. to pizza. Like I'm not gonna say no to a to a pizza for sure. So I'm pretty I'm a pretty easy I'll judge. Say no Just don't be too olives. greasy. Well, olives, yeah. There's some some little some things I don't like Whoa. on things, but uh, you know we'll deal with it. It's like nachos. Maddie, you just you just made people you just stomach Italian. Matt, Maddie, you just said I have Italian roots and, and you I just hate said olives. olives. They almost drove off the road. Here's the thing. Yeah, I have Italian roots, but I'm adopted, so I don't actually have the Italian palate, so there I can get away okay. with this. Well, All go. right, that that's fair. Now, uh, is there a part on the card I wanted to ask you, Maddie? Because you've done this before. Have you judged? Yeah, there's some um, differences this year, but I've judged right. before. Yeah. Uh, where does mouthfeel fall on the piece? Mouthfeel? Yeah, mouthfeel. Is um, it on there? I don't. Uh, now, do I remember? I no, mouthfeel. it wasn't on there last time. Mouthfeel. Okay, mouthfeel. No. What about uh, mouth skin? The skin inside of your mouth and how the pizza feels on that. Is that a part of the pizza card judging? No, that sounds procedure? weird. I hated how you described that. Why did you word it like that? It's look, that gave me my skin crawl. Patrick, what is weird with mouth skin? Nothing is weird with that. <laughs> it's mouth feel and mouth skin on no. how you eat a pizza. What does that make me uncomfortable? Mouth skin. It shouldn't. <laughs> so, so, you want to so get a mouth. sense of what you're, so, you know, trying. Okay, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Is it mouthfeel important? So yeah. and how it how it how it how it how it is with your mouth skin. So now I have to ask you guys this too. Um, you talked about not being too doughy. Yeah. Do you guys know what bakery pizza is? Bakery pizza, like I would assume that it rises more than standard. See, okay, so you don't, Patrick. No. Do you know what bakery pizza is? Not a clue. Okay. <laughs> Bakery pizza is pizza that you literally buy at a bakery. Oh, okay. Like take and bake type stuff. Like Papa Murphy's. Like, do you, they make it yourself? No, they make it and you buy it by the slice. Oh. Mm. And that's the thing back home. I've had people in Toronto have no idea what bakery pizza is. And now people in Calgary have no idea what bakery pizza is. But back home in Niagara Falls, 
uh, bakery pizza is a thing. There are some bakeries in the city that make spectacular pizza. And then they just sell by the slice, like a CPU or something like yeah, that. Yeah, by the slice, you okay. get a can of pop with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's delicious. It's a little more doughy, mm-hmm. but it's not like your regular pizza. It's fantastic. Metro in Niagara Falls has a great one. Thorough West Bakery, by where I live, has great bakery pizza. It's something that I don't think big cities have. And I think you're missing out because bakery pizza is a different kind of route to take when you when you when you eat a pizza. It's delicious. Mm, okay, I'm I'm intrigued. I'll say that because you know you can look at my frame and tell that I like a good bakery. Um, there's I I'm intrigued. Like I am one that I, I like the crust the way that I like the crust. Yep. I don't like it to overtake everything that's part of the pizza. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's got a understand what its role is in the mm. entire meal here don't overtake everything it's not all about you um so I, i'd be interested to try it but it sounds like it might be a little dough forward for me uh, i think you would enjoy it and uh the mouth feel is definitely uh fantastic <laughs> yeah it feels good on your mouth skin so yeah <laughs> yeah definitely gets your mouth skin tingling i uh I, i'm definitely looking forward to uh tonight's uh big event uh the Eric Francis Pizza Pig Out. Uh, looking for. Hopefully, we'll see a lot of you there. A lot of our listeners come and say hi. Uh, Maddie and I will be the ones with the with the drink in our hand. I guess. Listen, this is a fundraiser event that has raised over a million dollars for Kids Sport Calgary and other local charities over the past nineteen years. Um, you've got the pizza eating contest. You get the pizza box raffle. Your silent auction. Your fifty fifty. You got everything, and it is so much fun. And like you said. George and I will be there. We'll have drinks in our hand. Come say hi. We'll eat some pizza. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. You can talk about the mouthfeel of the pizza. Stop. So we're on location right now for the Hospital Home Lottery for the Calgary Health Foundation. We're at the beautiful grand prize, the three, the $2.7 million show home right now overlooking Lake Mahogany. It's beautiful. Like, it's absolutely beautiful. And we're on location, so I brought the work laptop with me. Oh, good. To, um... To make sure everything's okay, like we can communicate back and forth with mm-hmm. Patrick at the studio at Sportsnet 960. Oh, the guest is on the line. Here's all our little talking points for the show today. That's what I did. Got my work. Thing is, with my work laptop, yeah. Um, and Patrick, you'll enjoy this. Uh, I still have the Fan 590 in Toronto's oh <laughs> text line. Oh, that's not ours. Nice. Now I have it. I have it open. Now, if our listeners, I don't know, wanted to text into Toronto at 590-590 and give their Austin Matthews trade package from the Arizona Coyotes. Well, he's going to get moved. So feel free. You, you may as well start firing in some trade requests. Feel free. Um, if you want to, go ahead and shoot a text to 590-590 in Toronto and give your best Austin Matthews trade package to the Coyotes. Obviously, Shane Gossespierre is going to be the crown jewel of that deal. Oh, oh yeah. Trophy you have to include sure. the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> you got to include was, him. That was unneeded. Eh? Clearly, maybe, Clayton Keller, probably another good uh, jumping off point. Maybe, maybe like a third round pick. Uh, <laughs> like that's. They're not sending their first. That's so for sure. Clayton Keller. Shane, yeah. no, hey, yeah. it's a good draft that, that's, that's, here. That you don't want to move the first. Yeah, it's yeah, real deep. You can get a star in Bedard for Austin Matthews. That's a, yeah. I yeah, make so, that deal. Uh, if our listeners are interested, 
590-590, shoot a text over to Toronto. I can read them because I'm seeing a lot of stuff from their morning show today. Mm. But if you wanted to shoot a text over to Toronto about your Austin Matthews trade package to the Coyotes, go ahead. He's only got, what, one goal this season. Like, I think it's time to sell. Yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely he's definitely riding the struggle bus right now. <laughs> Um, so feel free to shoot a text. Flames obviously off until Saturday night. Battle of Alberta. The Edmonton Oilers. Um, watch that game last night. I watched some of it. And you know how people want to pretend like when Jacob Marshall was struggling a little bit in the city, like, oh no, Dan Vladar, you know, is going to get more starts. Uh, that Skinner kid. Pretty good. Yeah. He was spectacular last night. He was he, also very good when the Flames Calgary. played him. Yeah. So um, uh, maybe in Edmonton they'll be like, Ugh, we just signed a good old Jackie boy to a four-year deal that he's going to solve our goaltending issues. When uh, Stuart Skinner, I don't think there's any question, has outplayed Jack Campbell so far in net with the Oilers, and he looked spectacular last night because maybe I bet the Blues in regulation. But whatever, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think they might have a bit of an issue in Edmonton right now because this kid's playing so damn good. Well, listen, after the Flames and Oilers first played, that second game of the season for the Flames, um, Stuart Skinner got the very next start as well. And whether that was just kind of the order of things or, you know, maybe a little bit of a, a message to either guy, really, mm-hmm. after the, the game against the Flames, whatever it was, it happened. And I'm intrigued to see how this continues to play out like this was the 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 back-to-back they wanted to go Skinner early because then you get Jack Campbell in when your guys are maybe a little bit more tired and you're playing the Blackhawks here um but Stuart Skinner's been very very strong so far you know it was funny because after that game I I kind of mentioned it and I, I joked about a goalie controversy joking and we did get someone who texted in and was like, well, how can you say that? And then Markstrom went out against the Vegas Golden Knights and didn't have a great game. The biggest thing to me was that Daryl Sutter didn't go to Dan Vladar when Markstrom struggled. There was no start of the controversy based on what right. the coach had done. Yeah. Um, in Edmonton, it was different. Jack Campbell was pulled for Stuart Skinner, who was very good, and then Stuart Skinner got the next start. And now Stuart Skinner's got his second start, and he's very good once again. So that's why I think that maybe it starts to brush a few things up more so. Um, uh, the text line at 590-590 in Toronto is starting to uh, light up a little bit. Here we go. <laughs> um, Matthews to Arizona for a bag of pucks. Uh, Austin Matthews for six rounders and a coach. And a coach. <laughs> That's from my man Richard in Woodstock. Who you got to love Richard from Woodstock, Ontario. Uh, follow me all the way to Calgary and listens every morning. Shout Thank out, you, Richard. Richard. Be. Uh, uh, here's my Coyotes trade request. No need to trade Austin. He'll just sign there once his contract is done. <laughs> uh, Matthews is officially a bum. He wants to play at home. Trade him for Churro. <laughs> for Churro? Yeah. I think he means Chikrin, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, Leafs need to retool right now. Let's trade Matthews to Arizona for Ghost, a third, and Chikrin. Need to focus on our defense. <laughs> so oh, if you dude. feel like it, if join you, in the fun. If you feel like it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pressing you. I'm not pushing you towards this. But we're on location here at the beautiful show home for the Calgary uh, Health Foundation, the the, the beautiful uh, lottery, the hospital home lottery for the Calgary Health Foundation. I have my laptop. 
and I ha- and I'm looking at the Fan 590 in Toronto, their their text line. And if you feel like it, shoot them a text at 590-590 with your Austin Matthews to the Coyotes trade proposal. And you're, it's probably going to get read on the air. It probably will. Most likely. Yeah. So uh, keep them rolling in. Uh, flood their text line. Uh, it'll be, I, I, I'm, I'll enjoy that. And I have our text line open now, too, in case you want to text us, too. Sure. 960, 960, uh, name and location. You definitely don't have to put your name and location when you're texting in Toronto. Just... <laughs> hammer home uh your austin matthews with the coyotes trade proposal uh and i do want to uh, mention because a couple people had texted in about the about, bakery pizza uh, oh yeah okay calgary italian bakery apparently does some bakery ah, pizza. okay i bet you it's delicious i bet it is did plus they, it's an italian bakery they did they ask about the too? mouthfeel of the pizza no there was just one text there nothing on mouthfeel okay george yeah okay. we haven't seen a lot of mouthfeel uh here okay, so that's... far it's a little disappointing. <laughs> um, straight ahead, uh, the Rose Report, and I'll uh, I'll tell you about my haircut experience yesterday too. Oh, I thought you were looking um, fresh, high and tight on the fade. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll talk about that. It feels like. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. yeah great job. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> it's the big. Why trip. is it? Why is there the spot? Hmm. That's, yeah. It feels like there's just oh, missed, no. a, missed a spot a little. Yeah. It's uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's it looks great. Show. On location here, at the beautiful show home, the grand prize, the two point seven million dollar show home overlooking like the lake and mahogany. Uh, it's the hospital for home lottery, the Calgary Health Foundation. We're on location. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, sports at nine sixty. The fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We're on location right now for the hospital home lottery for the Calgary Health Foundation. We're at the $2.7 million show home overlooking the lake in Mahogany. It is a spectacular home. It's furnished, professionally decorated. Uh, you also get twenty-five grand in cash. And don't forget, the early bird prize draw deadline, deadline is midnight tomorrow where they're giving away a luxury condo in Canmore. Look at how big the 50-50 already is. Yeah, $1.879 million for the 50-52. Already. It That's was over insane. three last year. Uh, we'll talk to Val Ball. From the Hospital Home Lottery at 745, give you way more deets on how to get in on these sweet, sweet prizes. Um, just if, if you're just joining us now, number one, Maddie and I had to take off her shoes, which I found was a little weird, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to persevere and do our do the show. In My toes are feet. starting to get a little cold. We it are in the little, basement. It is a little chilly in here, and it's not surprising they threw the AM guys from the sports <laughs> in the basement. Oh, yes, the FM people get the upstairs mm. of the show home. Yes. Oh, do you want to do it in front of the lake? Oh, put the sports guys in the basement. I'm surprised we're not in, like, a closet or something that they put us in there. You know what? We are kind of close to the wine cellar, and I will say they've already kind of half-stocked that thing, George. Right. We, could, we could get a little early start on the pizza pig out here. And no one would see. That's right. Because um, no one sees us in the what basement. Is, what is the best wine to pair with some mouthfeel? Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm, we're on location. I have my work laptop with me, which, yeah. which contains um, the text line. 
for Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto. Where they're trying to do their own program. Probably yeah. talking about, I don't know. Sports. Rap. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're talking about the sports. Uh-huh. And uh, we 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 want to hear, uh, if, if you feel like it, you can always text us at 960-960. I have that text line we, open. We love it. But we also would love to see some of your text messages at 590-590 in Toronto. Uh, your Austin Matthews uh, trade proposals. And uh, they're coming in fast and furious. Uh, Matthews to Arizona for a fourth and Keith Yandel fresh out of retirement. <laughs> that's a pretty good deal. That's a, Yeah, that's creative. I like it. Uh, are you trading one of Sportsnet's own now? Th- but okay. This one from another 403 number. Yeah. Uh, Matthews for Cassie and Ladd in a fourth. <laughs> that's steel. Listen, Leafs are getting tougher then. <laughs> they're adding <laughs> some grit. With some edge. Some veterans. Andrew Ladd has played on a lot of teams, and any time that you can acquire a fourth-round pick, like, you acquire the fourth-round pick. Uh, trade Austin Matthews of this year for Austin Matthews of last year. <laughs> There's that. Uh, keep him rolling in. Um, Some good zingers. Those are Toronto. three good ones so far. Yeah, give us your uh, Matthews uh, to Arizona trade proposals, and uh, just ship them over to Toronto. I have the ability to read them. So uh, we've heard uh, a, a few already. Keep them rolling in at 590, 590. Uh, but right now, uh, it's time to do the Rose Report. Oh, we got one on our st- – oh, it says Matthews for Darren Waller and Clyde Edwards-Elair. Oh, that's <laughs> that's very good, actually. <laughs> Thank you for listening that closely <laughs> to our show. Deep and cut. that Logan Gordon uh, – yeah, uh, definitely Logan Gordon sleeping on his big web of deceit. <laughs> How he absolutely built – Man, that league, I accidentally dropped Ramondre Stevenson in it. How? (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at David Njoku, and I thought it was Njoku, but it was Stevenson. So I was like, all right, well, have Ramondre Stevenson, somebody. Though, you know, probably nobody's going to see it, and I'll be able to claim him on Saturday. So I bet that's what's going to happen. I would almost guarantee that nobody in this league, man. Is, maybe I will, but I don't need. I might have a better waiver selection. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> and this is the league that nobody paid. Any nobody money paid. It, yeah, so but Art dangled a, a mystery carrot out in front. Yeah, Art said the winner gets something special. Does, do they I get went, a show? <gasps> do they get a wait. show home? <laughs> right, right here, like Mahogany. Yeah, or Looney's and Toonies that you could swim around in. Maybe do the backstroke. No, we're, we've established that you can't swim in coins. Okay. That is, But you can roll around in fives and tens yeah. for $25,000. Yeah, exactly, like rolling around in leaves. Yeah, it'd we be can great. Uh, it's time for the morning report. It's brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs, and, and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Yes, sir. Let's dive on in. Uh, yesterday, an off-ice day for the Flames. So, limited work for the lads. They got a few days before their next game Saturday at home to the Edmonton Oilers. Only three games on the slate yesterday, but it did include the Flames' next opponent. Also, if you're looking for a little Michael Stone interview, Patty had him on Flamestock. The guy's just ripping clappers this season. Yep. Just 89, 98 miles an hour from a standstill, no problem, and scoring on them. They joined Pat to talk about it. So if uh, that tickles your fancy, maybe 9 o'clock rolls around. You've already listened to the whole show of ours. You don't need the replay. 
little Michael Stone at 9 o'clock. Um, where does he rank as fan favorite right now on this team? Ooh. He's got to be I near. think he's got a little cult following that That's is what I mean. very quickly becoming more and than that. His roots to this city. Like the thing how is, he just keeps his mouth shut and just goes out there and tries super hard. He's got that laser beam of a shot. Him, yep. Lucic, I think Manjapani is a guy that a lot of uh, people are endeared to. Um, Tanev stands out. He'd be up there. Yep. I think he's climbing the ranks. The thing is, like, this is a, a team that is, they're easy to like. They're easy to cheer for. Uh, just real quick on the 590-590 text line. Oh, yeah? Uh, this is too good not to. Okay, yeah. Austin Matthews for two reliable 90 is Nokia phones. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're reliable. That's pretty good. At least they're reliable. Another one. A Matthews for a fifth and the Coyotes organist for the Coyotes <laughs> organist can come back to Toronto. There you go. It's not bad. That's a good deal. Do they have an organist there? Can they afford it? Is there room in that new barn? <laughs> they had to, to take actually... it out to add 10 more seats. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, now they're those... at 3510. Keep those rolling in. Send them to Toronto. 590-590. Your Matthews to the Coyotes trade proposals. Uh, let's dive into the rest of the NHL slate. There was only three games on yesterday, but it did include the Flames' next opponent, who is the Oilers. The Flames are off Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday before they host those Oilers. Edmonton was in St. Louis on Wednesday. Tonight, Thursday, they'll play in Chicago. Then they'll come to Calgary for Saturday's game. So what I mean, one team should be rested and one team should not really be rested. I digress to yesterday's game. Tied at one after 40 minutes of play. Great goalie battle between Jordan Bennington and Stuart Skinner. The game winner came in the back half of the third period. In some skates, it gets to McDavid out of the right corner. Out to Nugent Hopkins. Scott! Great setup by McDavid. Nugent Hopkins and Hyman both going to the front of the net. Nugent Hopkins puts it home. The Blues pushed with the net empty, but they could not get the equalizer. RNH scoring the game winner and his 200th career goal there. Zach Hyman would score an empty netter as well. The Oilers win the first half of their back-to-back by a 3-1 score. Skinner stopped 37 of 38 shots that he faced in his second start this season. Uh, I don't know. We'll ask Greg Millen this at the top of the hour. Do you smell a little bit of a goalie controversy? Controversy? Maybe. Listen, this is a guy who is a third-round pick, 78th overall in 2017, now 23 years old. The timeline checks out, George. Battle of New York on the island. The Islanders were hosting the Rangers. Another outstanding goalie performance here. Spoiler alert, though. Igor Shosturkin sitting on the bench. Yaroslav Halak was between the pipes for the Rangers. He's been awful, so... Coming in one on three. Moves to the net. Puck is loose. Kreider jamming out of Tabanajev there. And the play is blown dead. Ilya Sorokin, a 41-save shutout. That one, ridiculous. A net front scramble. A couple of goals for Kyle Palmieri would see the Islanders beat the Rangers 3 to nothing. Uh, Matthews in a new visiting locker room for Ramondre Stevenson. That's the text <laughs> at 590. That's good. 590. Uh, well done. That's that a is, good one. That is very good. Finally, the Lightning hanging around the Western Conference right now. Wednesday night in Anaheim to battle Trevor Zegers and the Ducks. The Lightning have scuffled a bit to start the season. Three and four to start the year before the game in California last night. Trevor Zegers opened the scoring in the first, but then the Lightning scored a couple quick ones to take a 2-1 lead into the first intermission. Troy Terry would tie it up in the second, but a late power play would allow the Bolts to take the lead. Right point, Sergachev. Left circle, Hagel. Hagel. Shoot, score! Hagel! Power play goal! Up and over the glove of Gibson. 3-2 Lightning.
Sorry, that's the eighth game of the season for the Hang Lightning, on! right? Just want to make sure with that. Okay, yeah, okay. cool. Right on. They win. Four to two. Maybe the Ducks. Uh, Matthews in his backyard ranked to Arizona for an unprotected fourth. Coyotes get a new barn, so it's win-win. I don't think Austin Matthews had a backyard rink in Arizona. <laughs> I don't think Did he you would say last unprotected fourth? Yeah. yeah. Why are you protecting a fourth? <laughs> what does that mean? Listen, there's no such thing as a bad trade proposal <laughs> if you shoot it to Toronto at 590-590. Like, they are coming in fast and furious. Uh, there's one that has, it's referring to Ron Jeremy that I can't read on the air, <laughs> but it's well done. Like, it's well done, but I can't. I can't read that one on the air. You're going to have to check us out on XM for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight's slate, uh, plenty of games. 5 o'clock, you got the Red Wings and the Bruins, the Panthers and the Flyers, the Wild and the Senators as the Sens look for a fifth straight win, and Shane Pinto looks for a goal in his fifth straight game. The Canadians and the Sabres, the Blues and the Predators will go at 6. At 6.30, the Oilers and the Blackhawks talked about that being the second half of a back-to-back. Yep. The Capitals and Stars also battle. Then at 8 o'clock, the Canucks and the Kraken. Mm. Vancouver, I don't know if you've heard, George, but they haven't won a game yet. Have yeah. you heard that? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk to Greg Millen about that because apparently um, now there's talk that well, because Connor Bedard is such a Canucks oh, fan growing I saw, up. Didn't like I say this? Matters. Didn't I say that two Maybe weeks ago? Maybe it's time to bottom out. Right. Out real quick, too. Matthews to Arizona for Kyler Murray. A fresh start would be good for both. <laughs> Argos need a quarterback. <laughs> there Argos you go. Argos need a quarterback, man. 8.30, Leafs and Sharks and the Jets and the Kings. All right, let's switch to the NFL. Week 8 begins tonight. We got Thursday night football. The Buccaneers will battle the Ravens in Tampa Bay. That'll be a 6.15 start. Hopefully be up on the tube there for you, George, because, uh, you know, it's Cowboys. It's a club, so yep. they don't really have a lot of TVs in there. But see if we can uh, pull some strings for you. Bucks are a one-point favorite. The total set at 45.5. I like the over. Uh, could pl- uh, could see plenty of points in this one, and hopefully back to a solid Thursday night football game. Uh, last week was good. Previous three weeks were all awful. Th- this is an important game for Tampa Bay to kind of right the ship here. Uh, the pirate ship, if you will. And uh, Ross Tucker is going to be on. Uh, the Bucks also have a ton of injuries heading into this game. So uh, it doesn't look good. And the Ravens are a team that have blown multiple fourth-quarter leads. I'm fascinated by tonight's game. I got this text, too. Uh, Russick has completely ruined Calgary's morning show. Takes shots at the Leafs anytime, any any time he gets any opportunity he gets. He takes shots at them. Doesn't realize when the Leafs come here to play, the dome is half blue and white. Uh, with all due respect, I've always taken shots at the Leafs, even when I worked in Toronto. So that's never changed. And uh, we also uh, got that one on our station, so he's just making sure he covers all Okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the text. Uh, oh, by the way, too, uh, Matthews in an away team dressing room for an Airbnb during spring break. <laughs> There's another one for you, a Matthews to Arizona trade proposal at 590-590 on the text line. Elsewhere, we got another overseas game this week. The Jaguars and the Broncos will battle it out at Wembley Stadium as the early game Sunday morning. Russ Wilson and the Broncos were flying across the pond oh yesterday. God. It's an eight-hour flight, so, you know, get some rest, maybe do a little bit of prep, but mostly get some rest. Or if you're Russell Wilson, you'll do calisthenics for the whole damn thing. Eight hours of flight here. That's, that's the Is first there? two hours I was watching the film, getting, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. And then for the next four hours, I was doing treatment on the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everybody was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on, working on my legs and everything else, you know, make sure I'm ready to rock. Uh, so that was good. And then the last two hours, of the last hour of that, I, I watched. I fell asleep for one hour, and I watched the film the rest. So uh, I felt, felt good to go once we got back. 
I can't stand this guy. Yeah, so, uh, Beat it. I'm his, done. His time frame to what he was doing on the thing. <laughs> Quack. Yeah. If, if there isn't, if you want to see hero move in the dictionary, like just that's what Russell Wilson's trying to portray here. Could you imagine his teammates are sitting there, headphones on, sleeping mask on, want to get some good rest, you know, an eight-hour flight from Denver to London, just want to recharge the batteries before you have the time change, you got to play a very important football game on Sunday, and your hero quarterback is doing high knees in the aisle. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, somebody has to take him aside. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, it's just... Stop. Cut it out. I can't think of a... Yeah, I... Oh, my God. I (laughs) I can't think of a bigger hero. Greg Millen played in the NHL. And Greg Mellon played at a time where uh, there were some old school dudes. I'm mm. going to ask him, on a long flight cross country, what if some guy was doing warm ups in the aisles? What, what, How long what, till you yeah. swing? You ever done anything yeah. dangerous? Like we got to ask Greg Mellon that question because I can't. I can't think of a guy who has absolutely blown up his image more than Russell Wilson over the last year or so. I oh, maybe Kanye West, but yeah. we're not going to get into that. But Russell Wilson has blown up his his who he is, great teammate, let Russ cook. My God, Russell Wilson to Denver has been a nightmare so I far. said it last week, man. I wouldn't let Russ cook a pizza pop in my microwave. We got our best bets coming up at 745. Stay tuned for that. Another outstanding piece of hockey memorabilia on the line for our winner, too, Georgie. Ooh. To the Anyways. NBA, Raptors, 76ers in Philly last night. George, are you ready? Whoa, yeah, With no, a, I'm not ready yet. A 20, okay, here, I got uh, something else for you then. How okay. about this? Steve Nash earned his very first ejection I yesterday. Saw that. Oh, boy, he was feeling hot. the pressure. Steve Nash the pressure right there. is saying, what did I do? What did I do? It's on there. Steve Nash, I have never seen... He was losing his absolute mind. I don't know if you saw the video, George, but yeah. uh, he's got crazy eyes going. Yeah, um, Steve Nash is feeling the pressure of uh, being the head coach of the of the Brooklyn Nets now because uh, we all know the drama with Kevin Durant during the offseason. And he's a guy, Canada's greatest basketball product, blah, 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 blah. He's feeling it right now in Brooklyn for that team. Good. Okay, I'm ready. The Nets lost to the Bucks 110-99. All right, here we go. Uh, let's start it up. Uh, Raptors, big win over the Philadelphia 76ers last night, uh, 119-109. Pascal Siakam, of course, 20 points, and he continues to distribute the basketball at an incredible clip. Really? Career-high 13 dimes Wow, for Spicy P. Dimes and, and Gary, assist? Yeah, it is. Oh. Gary Trent Jr. also scored a season-high 27 points. Is that good for and him? Also, it is, and also had a ton of dagger threes down the stretch. The Raptors shot 46 of 80. Oh, that's too bad. Can't you only have one dagger three? Yeah, yeah. No, you can have... You can have, you can have multiple? Can. Yeah, you can. Hmm. Did you see that Masai Ujiri got fined? I did see that. He got fined 35 grand for approaching the scorer's table and directing inappropriate remarks towards a game official and the Raptors yeah. lost to the Heat on Saturday. Uh, Masai Ujiri's a passionate guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's very passionate when he watches the team because he always hangs out around court level and, yep. like, the tunnels and stuff oh, yeah. and watches the game that way. And he gets heated. And you got to love that about Masai Ujiri. 35 grand. What's 35 grand to Masai Ujiri? It's nothing. It's it's in his genes. Yeah, okay. It's not like when the Washington Commanders and their 50-50 thing, uh, 14 grand bounced. Their check for $14,000 <laughs> bounced. Oopsies. No, Masai Ujiri's got that. It's okay. He's fine. 
Also, uh, just wanted to mention this before we say goodbye. The Stampeders have announced their award nominees. Uh, Kadeem Carey, nominated for the most outstanding player. He's the running back for the Stamps. Could finish as the league's leading rusher. He's got 10 rushing touchdowns. He also leads the league in average rushing yards per game at 77.7 and has 1,088 yards on the season. Peyton Logan, the running back, has been nominated as the most outstanding rookie, also been very good in the return game. Sean Lemon, the most outstanding defensive player, 34 years old, 13 sacks, ties a career high that he set with the Toronto Argonauts. Third time he's been nominated for most outstanding defensive player. Cameron Judge, nominated as the most outstanding rookie, came over from the Argonauts in a trade in the offseason, has been very good. Derek Dennis, most outstanding offensive lineman, played left tackle for loss of the year, most of the year before he got hurt recently. Um probably done for the season and then Renee Parrott is the most outstanding special teams player unsure if he'll be able to return next season or if he might call it a career it would be appropriate time if he did decide to retire and he would retire as one of the greatest Stampeders uh, to ever really lace him up Um, but those are your nominees for the Stampeders uh, player of the year a regular season ends in Calgary on Saturday it's fan appreciation night six o'clock start stamps will host the Rough Riders we wonder how much Bull Levi Mitchell will see in that game as well and and I'm also interested in how many people will be at that game when the Oilers are in town for the second of three battle of Alberta's for the regular season that's an eight o'clock start I really wish this stamps game was like earlier two or three or four or five yeah a lot earlier that's it great job good night and good luck to Uh, you sir uh, the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Uh, still taking your Austin Matthews trade proposals at the uh, Fan 590 t- uh, text line in Toronto. Uh, there's some beauties. We'll read them throughout the show. Uh, give us your Austin Matthews to Arizona trade proposals. I'll read them. At 590-590. Feel free to weigh in on our text line, 960-960. Name and location, please. But first, Maddie, before we get to the break. Yeah, what's um, up? Got a haircut yesterday. Yeah, you did. And um, what'd you think? So uh, back home, a guy who cuts my hair, I, I trust him the way he cuts my hair. Yeah. Like I I go every two weeks to get my hair cut because like my beard trimmed at the same time. Because sure. my beard gets really squirrely quickly. Okay. Like, I'm on the borderline no-fly list. Like, that's how, like, squirrely my beard gets. Yeah. So, went to a place near the radio station. Um, a young, a, a lovely young lady was cutting my hair. And, uh, you know, she goes, oh, what are you doing? What's your day? I go, I just worked. And I just kind of said I was on the radio. And then she went into how she's an actress. Oh. And it was all about her act, which is fine. I was just listening really lovely young lady about her acting career and I'm asking questions and I and I specifically told her I go just just careful you don't cut too much on the back where my cowlick is because then like it's I got to keep that a little longer mm. so as you can see she cut that short oh yeah and that can never come down now now that's gonna take me a good like two months to grow back yeah that's a little yeah that's that's the part that's of, a bit of everyone a has a cowlick got. everyone's got a cowlick in their hair it just depends mm-hmm. where it is sure mine's at the back of my head so now that little stand-up party is that's i can tell like you that for a while. you've you've worked on that a little bit already today yeah like you can't i can't get it down it's over and like the, she really went high around the sides it's too. like the only thing that could fix that is to take more off until it grows back yeah, like I, again, um, see, the problem is I didn't want to 
get upset or angry with her. Mm-hmm. Because this is a dilemma that a lot of us have experienced when mm. you're in the service industry, when, when somebody gives you service. Uh, you don't want, you know, if she's a lovely girl, I don't want to accost her going, what were you doing? I told you specifically not to do that. If it was Steve and uh, he did that, I'd be like, God, Steve, what are you doing? Steve, are I, you sleeping? Have you been drinking today? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. When I saw that she just mm. like, with the with the clippers, I'm yep. like, oh, God, no. And I'm such a loser, I even still tipped her like 20%. Um, and by the way, I have ne- – the amount of money this haircut costs, <laughs> it's like I got highlights done too. Really? Yeah. I couldn't believe – Was it more than the $50 bill? Yes. Really? Yeah. Because I get my haircut back home, $25 cash. Because the guy's a buddy of mine, $25 cash, boom. Yeah, he never has to pay taxes on in it. In and goes out. right in his no wallet. Problem. No problem. Perfect. Every two weeks does a great job. There you go. Oh, he cuts my hair. Yeah. This young lady at this, uh, it's it's a bit of a chain, I guess, in the city. Ooh. I'm not going to mention it. Huh? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really pleased with what she did. I, I feel a little butchered this morning. I don't know if you can tell, but my hair is growing out a little bit as well. I'm dealing with my own barber crisis. Uh, my guy is left for Vancouver, and uh, it, it took me a long time to even choose someone new, because for my entire life growing up, our neighbor was a hairdresser, and she'd just do it in, in her garage. If you if you I have a suggestion her. of somebody who's great at cutting hair, we could use 960-960, name and location. Preferably in the Beltline. Yeah, uh, because, uh, because once again, I feel. A car. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I feel. And I'm not uh, driving him to hair appointments. You like, can. Like that would be nice of you. Like my senile grandfather. That would be nice of you. Are you downstairs, Sonny? <laughs> that would be nice of you. Um, so I, I would love some suggestions because uh, I feel like I was uh, used yesterday, but I did hear about commercials and acting in commercials. <laughs> And how uh, she wanted to potentially move to Toronto, but she didn't want. It was too probably expensive. a good place to start rather she's than always here. Dreamt if you're acting. Of, yeah, always dreamt of living in New York because she's also into fashion, and she took fashion design too. And um, yeah, well, sorry about your just, experience, dude. That's like, too bad. She was just cutting hair like nobody's business. I also had a recent experience where I had grown my hair out really, really long. And so long that I was like, you know what? Give me a mullet. Like, let's go, like, with a mullet. Let's go greasy. Yeah. And I went to a different hairdresser than my usual guy, and I said it, and he kind of laughed it off. Like, he was like, okay, you're a clown. Obviously, we're not going to give you a mullet. And then he just got rid of it. Oh. And I just went, like, oh, I I was... It was serious. It was serious. Okay, right on. And then I just paid and left and... Not went on with my life. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Uh, if you got a solid uh, barber for uh, this guy, because I did not enjoy my experience. Although she was a, a youngly, a, a lovely young lady. Uh, Greg Millen, who's a lovely broadcaster, former NHL goaltender, Hockey Night Canada, straight ahead, and we'll talk to Val Ball from the Hospital Home Lottery. Um, we are at the hospital, Hospital Home Lottery for the Calgary Health Foundation. We're at the beautiful uh, grand prize, most valuable grand prize ever. The $2.7 million show home overlooking the lake in Mahogany. We're there right now. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, on location. Sportsnet 960, the fan.